0: Uh, the sermon today, uh, believe it or not, I didn't write a sermon today because this whole day has been an act of faith. And my approach to it was simply this. God, I know that you will be writing the sermon as people serve the community, the stories that emerge out of that. uh, This is all your orchestration. Uh, But the premise of going out there today uh, goes all the way back to the book of Jeremiah. Whenever the people of God were basically, in their own right, had faced their own uh, 9-11 moment, Uh, they were completely devastated. Their king had his eyes gouged out, and they were taken off into uh, exile in Babylon. Pretty positive start so far, isn't it? So as, uh, as that occurred, they're just wondering, what do we do now? And Jeremiah the prophet spoke and he said, you're going to be here a long time, so you better make the best of the situation. Matter of fact, he said these words. I want to put them up on the screen. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them, plant gardens... And eat their produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage, that they may bear sons and daughters, multiply there and do not decrease. But seek the welfare, and the word there is an old Bible word called shalom. Of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf, for in its welfare you will find your welfare. I just want to say real quickly that word shalom, we take it to mean peace, and the actual city of Salem is derivative of that word. But when God says shalom, He's looking at each of us and in the same way that he's looked at everyone in the past, and he said, I have made you in my image and likeness, and like anything that is made, he wants it to thrive. He wants it to succeed physically, spiritually, emotionally, relationally, job-wise, interactive-wise, building-wise, everything about our lives, God says, I want the complete and total well-being of my presence, to overshadow you in such a way that everything about your life is what it is' supposed to be, and God had called these people into the hands of their their captors, and He said, "I want you to work for the well being and the benefit of the community that you 're going to be staying in for a long time now thankfully. We're not in their situation. We're in a community that we enjoy being in. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. And it's a community that God says, you know what? If you're here, seek the welfare of the city. And the promise there was, when you do, you'll be blessed yourself. So here's how this sermon is going to play out. I'm going to start off by asking Rich Capel... Rich, if you could come up here, and for about two or three minutes, I want you to describe what you guys did today. And I was with your team, by the way. Uh, So um, uh, I have a a couple of questions for you. And I'm going to hand you the mic, and then I'm going to ask you the questions. Uh, And and they're this. Um, Number one, um, what happened when you you approached the city unification team? About
1: doing a project for the parks she uh, she answered the phone and she uh, she was just she was she said she I can't believe we're having this conversation right now. Uh, she said I can't believe you're coming to me. I can't believe this moment is actually happening. Uh, and when I met her uh, like a week later, when she was uh showing us uh what we could do for the community she uh, uh she was still in a state of disbelief and uh just she was amazed that a church came to her that anybody came to her, let alone uh, it didn 't have to be a church or not, but she was excited that it was a church she was a christian herself and uh she was she was just in a state, and it was good to see you. that alone was encouraging and uh enough uh Confirmation that we were headed in the right direction with our group project.
0: Okay. um any, Anything, any, any like little anecdote or anything about the day that you want to you want to say? How about the guy that the bar owner that came out and talked to us? Were you in on that conversation? I didn't. He, he talked, talked to you. you. Oh, yeah. Okay. He <laughs> talked to me. I know that guy. Yeah. Did he offer us beers? Yeah. He but, did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> did. We had a bar owner. Um, yeah out and he couldn't believe that we were cleaning part of his parking lot and he says what are you guys doing and and we said well we're we're working to beautify this and he was just thrilled he said can I get you some guys coffee or something and and we're like now we've all had some coffee and he goes well when you're done can I get you set you up with a beer and well we had another project to do so we had to pass on that but (laughs) probably go back in later and see if we can get a rain check on it so that was good it was a good day top to bottom we, yeah, we very did, much was. did a couple of parks. One by trolls, and then the one by which is a parking lot across from Ricky's. I yeah. uh, did some cleaning up on that, and and yeah. I think uh, what normally two elderly ladies spend two, a lot of time on doing. Yes, two elderly
1: two elderly ladies go out there, and they take care of these areas themselves, amongst other areas in town, and they have a lot of uh, extra responsibilities. And it took seven men armed to the teeth with weed whackers and yard spray and uh, pretty manly stuff. Pretty, pretty manly. Stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Bob Vila would have been stoked, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and it took us three hours to do that with eight grown men,
0: who yeah, were, yeah. As far as we know, Brian's pants were still intact at that point, at that point, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, awesome, thanks, Rich, yep, okay. Um, wanted to, I'll go ahead and take that. Wanted to ask uh, Becky Coffey, Becky, are you in here? There you are. Becky had a really fascinating story that I think underscores. God's orchestration behind this and as soon as she starts talking about it I believe it'll it'll make a lot of sense
2: Susie and I went to uh, laundromats this morning we got up real early and met we beat everybody else that went to the laundromats and um, we had a couple things happen, one Susie had a good conversation with four gentlemen, uh, we went drove up to one of them We're like oh there's all men in there I don't know, you know so we went in and Susie started talking and this guy was gonna uh, do some um, vegetable stuff today, and so she said, oh, I'm a farm girl, so they had this long conversation. I was tugging at Susie, come on, we got more to do, <laughs> you know, but she had this long conversation. Another little thing that happened was, um, a couple of the kids that Ari brings um, were at the laundromat with their dad. And they saw Susie and I, and, they, and Susie teaches up there too. And they came running and just hugged us. And they said, What are you doing here? And we said, We brought church here today. And they said, What? And we said, We brought this gift because we made little baggies with um, laundry detergent and coins and, and stuff to give to the people. And um, they were like, they were so excited. And um, so it was nice to see them. The one thing that really was, um, changed me a lot today was um, this lady was in there and I went over to her and I, I said, I'd like to give you this gift, which was this little packet. And I said, um, uh, I said, I'm from the First Christian Church. And she just looked at me and she said, my son was killed there 13 years ago. I don't know how many of you remember, it was the day of the cookie walk. And there was um, a man killed down here by our, um, and I didn't know what to say. I mean, I was like, I wanted to run. I'm like, what do you say to somebody after you've said that? So I put my arm around her, and I said, I'm so sorry. And she said, it's okay. It's not your fault. And so I told her, I said, well, I'll pray for you. And I said, I know... That you probably have some terrible memories of the, of the church. But I said, we're having church service tonight, and if you can come, I said, maybe, or or I said, there's a, a, it tells you what time we have church service on Sunday inside the packet. I said, maybe if you came, it might heal you some. You could tell she was still so grieved. And she said, well, thank you. And I told her I'd pray for her. Well, Susie and I, we went to different laundromats. We Saw so everybody was in there, and then we went to another laundromat, and we made the rounds. And I said, "Well, let's go back and see if there's any new people." So we got there, got pulled into this one, and that lady was still in there. And I said, "Susie, we have to go in and pray over her." Now, anybody that knows me, I'm not a good prayer. <laughs> I, you know, I stumble over my words and stuff. But I said. We need to. I need to do more for her than just say I will pray for you. So Susie and I went in and I asked her. I said, and she re, she recognized me. And I said, we came back. I said, could we pray over you? And she said yes. And so we prayed over her, and um, I, you know, we we both hugged her. And I said, I hope that you can have peace with with everything now. And she said, well, thank you. She said, I hope so too. So. Today changed me. It made me realize that I have more courage than I thought I did. <laughs> so it was, it was just so amazing. Though when she said, you know, her son was killed here, I was like, I want to run. I don't, I don't want to face this. But you know what? I-
0: but God, God prompted you to return. Yeah. And she was still there, which leads me to conclude that God was orchestrating something. Hopefully, it. Through all of this, maybe some healing can begin to happen in her grief. I'm sure this building symbolizes a lot of negative things. And maybe in that way, it recasts... Her vision for who we are, right. and maybe we 'll help her with that memory, so that 's something to be praying about i don 't know the lady 's name, and i don 't think no, you, you do either i didn 't ask, her but um, I, I think it would be easy to pray for and uh, and I think we should at some point uh, in the course of uh, the weeks ahead so thanks becky that 's awesome, okay. I know a lot of people think I know everything that goes on here Uh, and a lot of you who know me well know that I probably don't know most things Uh, so there are different groups that have um, gone out and I don't know even the extent of uh, what all the projects were that have been done Uh, so what I want to do is just solicit if I can uh, any person that could represent maybe some of the groups that came out we've got a, a few more spots here I think it would be beneficial yeah Macy come on up That's great, thank you. Yeah, you're Tell us uh, who you are and what you did.
3: Hi. I'm Macy I'm Austin, and today, the middle school and like junior high, high school-ish like age, we went out and raked some leaves, and then we came back to the church and set up the tables downstairs. So if you loved the setup, you're welcome. you're welcome. It was all us. Nice job. <laughs>
0: our food is digesting so much better because
3: I, had a, I had a feeling it's the way we set the chairs presentation yeah. is everything yeah
0: Yep. nice job for sure so did you have a good day
3: yeah it was great
0: a lot of kids show up
2: yeah there's a decent amount
0: good good and tom behaved
2: no okay but all right pretend that he so despite did.
0: that you guys got had a productive day yeah would you do it again yeah did you like the idea of doing something that would bless the community that way? I mean, did that feel good? Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll have more opportunities to do that. We're so glad you guys got on board with it. And um, any funny stories or any anecdotes or anything?
3: Uh, me and Holly Me and Holly are pretty short, so we got inside the leaf bags. That was pretty fun.
0: Got inside the leaf yep. bags. Yeah. yep. Okay. Well, thankfully you got out of the leaf bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> safely. <Yeah.
2: way. laughs>
0: we left a few people in, in ours, and they're on the corner there by the um, by the by the BMV. So I'm pretty
3: sure my parents probably are wishing that they would have done that with me too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad you escaped. Yeah. yeah. Nice job, Macy. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. All right. John Panza, I knew, I knew, if I didn't get anybody from your group, I would get you. So here you go. Oh, you, yeah. Okay, let's
3: do that. Okay. Speaking for Koinonia. Now, anybody that knows Koinonia, is—they're really a, a going group. I'll tell you, a close-knit group. And uh, if you ever look for a Sunday school class, look at Coinania. They were very busy. Uh, Essex 1, uh, Debbie Boat, had uh, three dozen cookies that she took. Uh, Carol and Tracy Ewing took Blossom. They were at all the floors of Blossom. Vicki Ash and Peg uh, Pansott took Circle of Care to all the floors. Jerry and Amy Hedricks took Essex of Salem, Essex 3. Karen, Karen, I imagine Rob went with you, but uh, went to Whispering Pines. Jim and Janet Schaefer were at Lexington Courtyard. Kathy Martin was... And I imagine, Kathy, you took Rich, didn't you? Okay, okay. Uh, uh, they went to Essex, too. Bill and Martha Reed went to see Donna Snyder. And uh, they had to leave early, and then Kelly was... Their granddaughter stayed there with Donna, and they stayed and visited for a good while longer, so they had a a good visit. At the laundromats, we visited three laundromats. Uh, By the theater out there, there was Twyla France, uh, Thalia Mercer, at uh, Shears, we had, uh, uh, we also visited Shears' laundromat, Highland Laundromat on Howard Street. There was Nancy and Cliff Votaw and Alice Baker. Uh, Highland, uh, uh, there was uh, on Howard, uh, Sally and Fred uh, Carrier. Uh, and then Shirley and Ari and the kids. How about the kids in tutoring? Stand up, kids. The kids, Arie's kids, stand up. Stand up and wave. There, there was 20 kids, 20 kids in the uh, the uh, uh, the laundromats with Ari in that, visiting with the people. Uh, Chris Ryder, Chris and Rod Ryder were at uh, uh, Auburn, is it Auburn in Damascus? Uh, Wendy and Mark Saltzman, uh, they uh, took care of the municipal parking lots on Second Street. And then the one across uh, from Timberlands. So, you know, uh, I'm just so proud of that Koinonia class that it isn't funny. So, uh, uh, all you from Koinonia, I love you all. Great, great job. Good job.
0: And John did the daunting task of overseeing all of that. Good job, John. Okay. And good job, Koinonia. Sean, please, come on up.
4: All right, my good friend, Sean Tice. Thank you, brother. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Sean Tice, and uh, we... uh, we weren't sure which group we, we were going to go ahead and jump in with, actually. Before. And we, we, we talked about this and struggled with this, actually, since the church started about doing this. And so we weren't really sure who to align with and, and go out. And we thought, well, what can we do as a family? And, and we knew that a lot of the youth would probably be doing things like raking leaves, working around the area. So we didn't want to repeat that. Um, so we prayed about it. And what we ended up doing is... You know, God has blessed us as, as a family uh, tremendously within the last year. So we typed up a, a bunch of little papers uh, with Philippians 4.19 on it, which says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And we took those little pieces of paper, uh, we did 20 of them, and we went into Walmart and I went and talked to the manager and said, hey, this is what we want to do. Are, are you okay with that? And she said, yeah, that would be great. Thank you. So we bought a bunch of gift cards and then we walked around and we let God show us who looked like they needed help. Single mothers, families that maybe uh, may be struggling financially. And we passed out to families, individuals, um, non-discriminatory, uh, these gift cards, and on the card beside the scripture it said, God is thinking of you today. Um, And if you want to learn more about him, come visit with us on Sunday mornings over at First Christian. And it was it was amazing. The we we had half of the kids with us this morning, so we'd let them go give these gift cards out to to these people. And the responses some some would take it, and they weren't really sure what to do with it. And it, it, it's kind of funny. You'd walk, watch them walk, you know, ten fifteen steps away, and then they realized what it was, and they'd stop on their tracks and they turned back to see if they could see us. And we just kind of kept moving around. Some of the older uh, women that, that some of the boys went up to um, just hugged them. We had one woman. Uh, uh, run us down with her and her husband and, and said we just had to, to come and, and, and talk to you because you have just rocked our world today and they wanted to know about church and what time we met and where, where they could come and they were asking about the children's program and of course uh, we, we told them how awesome the, the children's program really is so uh, maybe we'll see them here but th- it, was, it was really a blessing to be able to just give like that and, and, and the kids enjoyed it too so it was, it was truly a blessing
0: yeah, I truly believe it, Sean. I know Sean and I have had a lot of talks about serving the Lord, and Sean has um, uh, a ministry called Flight for Truth, um, and that's a whole other conversation. Pretty exciting stuff. But one thing that hopefully you're, you're, I want to make you aware of when we are saying these things in this environment, it's not about look what I've done because we don't need the validation. God's already given us the validation. What we're doing is just saying. God used me and I'm so grateful and it's it's exciting to be a blessing for other people isn't it I I don't know about you but uh, it really picked my spirits up uh, to be able to do those things and obviously it did for you guys as well so Sean come on up so as, as we're telling these things, it's just sort of an overflow of how how good it is to uh, feel to be able to do something for the Lord.
5: Amen. I got to double down today and participate with two groups. Uh, I got to meet the famous J.T. Panzot today. Um, <laughs> Our Tuesday night group. It was a good way. Like to get out of. It was sort of like passing through, not like correct. Yeah, you're not like handcuffed. Yeah, okay, exactly. good. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be handcuffed by John than JT. Yeah, for sure. John's got a, John's got a little wear and John's pretty yeah. John's pretty tough too. Uh, yeah. So is Sean and so is JT. Yeah. So
0: don't mess with any of them. Yep.
5: But um, we got this idea from Pastor Ari, and it's giving a thank you and showing a, a, a an appreciation to our first responders, to our policemen, to our firemen. Uh, We weren't able, we didn't include the EMTs today, but I think we'll definitely do a follow-up and do something in the future. But uh, we had a cookout at the fire, at the um, police, outside the police uh, station. And of course, the fire station's right there. Invited both groups to come over. I think Rich Capel made the contact. And if I'm not mistaken, the way Rich described it, that when the offer was made, they were sort of blown away. That anybody wanted to take take time out, take a block of time out of their time, to show thanks and appreciation to those that we count on for protection. You know, we count on them if we call and there's somebody snooping around the neighborhood that they show up, or the stove catches on fire and we can't take care of it. We want the firemen there. You know, to, to to take care of the heat that we don't want to that we don't want to deal with. So we got to do that, and then friends and disciples Sunday school class, um, we got uh, we got together and did cleanup activities outside of the rock there uh, near the post office. The gentlemen stayed outside. The ladies went inside, and the ladies cleaned bathrooms and they cleaned the kitchen area and their gathering area and um, we sort of heard a few moans and groans on the outside that the bathrooms were pretty gross, so I continued to pull weeds um, but it was really cool Oh, that's awesome! but the one thing in leadership that we want you to understand and when you think about scripture Jesus didn't send anybody out by, them, by themselves Paul and Silas, Paul and Barnabas John, Peter he sent them out in two by twos, in groups so we don't want this to be a one-day thing. This needs to affect your person so that you want to go out and do more for the Lord. And that doesn't mean getting on a soapbox and telling people they're going to go to hell if they don't repent. It's going out and creating relationships and being Jesus and being love. And so if you... if uh The verse that came to me while I was sitting here, and actually it it came to me yesterday, it's it's, Acts 2, verse 42. And there's four things in here, and we've all done these today. And it says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They took part in scripture. And fellowship, we got together, we're together in a big group now, but we got together in smaller groups earlier today. And the breaking of bread we had a meal beforehand and in prayer and we definitely had two of our ladies and their testimony took time to pray with somebody God makes his word very easy but he wants us to be doers not just hearers and anybody that maybe didn't go out and do something physical today if you spent time this morning during church time or or, or some other time praying for the body, praying for the leadership You didn't have to necessarily go out and do anything as long as you were thinking of others, maybe making a phone call to somebody that you hadn't talked to for a while or to a shut-in. That's all Christ, being Christ and being the church. Awesome. So when I heard that the the young people went and did work at Diane Hostetler's house, we're hoping that in the near future Diane will become a 503C charitable uh, organization Because we want to help her get her house fixed up. We'll be hearing more about Diane's ideas and her project going on in her house. Because she's going to have a mission right here in Salem in her house. And we want to be a part of that and join with her and and partner in that. So um, praise the Lord for our church fellowship. And what we're doing today is going to be watering and planting. And we'll let God add the increase. All right. Thanks, Sean. Good job. Gracias.